You're listening to audio from Queen City Church. Thank you for joining us. We hope this message will encourage you and offer practical steps for a relationship with God that keeps getting better and better. Today we are in week five of a six-week series called Hello, My Name Is. And this is a series that is all about identity. It's about who you are. And here's our big idea, and here's why it's so important that we talk about this subject. Because when you know who you are, you will know what to do. And that's why it's so important that we talk about this, that we say, God, who, who do you say that I am so that we can know how that affects our day-to-day life? And in this series, I'm challenging you to let God tell you who you are, to let the one who designed you define you. And here's the truth. This book right here, cover to cover, which we believe is the holy, perfect word of God, has a lot to say about who you are. And so, so far in this series, we've talked about the fact that in week one, that you are a son and that you are a daughter, that that is the most important thing that should come first on our list, that you are a son or a daughter of the most high God. And then in week two, we talked about the fact that you are an ambassador, that that's who God made you to be, to represent him in every single environment that you go into in week three. We talked about you are a masterpiece, that God uniquely designed you to make a difference, and that when you don't do those things, man, the world is missing out. And then last week, we talked about the fact that you are chosen, that even when other people may not choose you, God always looks at you and says, oh, I choose him. I choose her. And this week, if you're taking notes, I want to talk to you about the fact that you are more than a conqueror. That's what we're going to talk about today, the fact that you are more than a conqueror. And I want to warn the people that have been around here for a long time, I have no points. Some of you, if I don't tell you that in advance, we'll be like 25 minutes into this bad boy. You're like, this is going to be the longest message ever. Uh, I'm normally a three-point shooter. That's almost every, but I'm just telling you right now, don't, you're not missing anything. Um, there's no notes. But I will tell you this. Um, if it's okay, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get my preach on today. Um, I'm typically like very practical, and I'm going to teach a little bit and give you some little nuggets, some things that maybe you can do. But I'm telling you, I got some fire in my bones today, and I am ready to preach. I want to get my preach on a little bit, so you can help me a little bit just by being vocal and telling me that that's good and all that type stuff. So uh, (laughs) some of my Pentecostals in the room are like, yes, this is my week. This is, I'm ready. So you are more than a conqueror. Let's start with Romans chapter 8. We're going to read some verses. By the way, this chapter is amazing. I wish I could read the whole thing to you but I got a time clock. Okay. Um, Romans chapter eight, we're going to start in verse 31 with a banger. It says this, if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? And we talked about that last week. That's you. It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? Please receive this in your soul today. No one. No condemnation for those who are found in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus who died more than that. Who was raised to life. 
By the way, we're, we're getting close to Easter season. I can't believe we're, we're so close. It's going to be so good. Um, who is raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword as it is written? For your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Today, we want to laser focus on verse 37, where it says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Listen, you are more than a conqueror. That is who you are. Now, to fully understand the magnitude and the gravity of this verse, you've got to understand that the three English words, more than conquerors, is actually one word in the original Greek. And by the way, here's a, here's a cool little Bible fun fact. It is the only time in the entire Bible that this Greek word is used. It's the Greek word, hooper nikaio. Everybody say that on the count of three. Hooper Nikaio, okay? One, two, three. Hooper Nikaio. Oh, Greek scholars in the house. Um, it's the word Hooper Nikaio, which is a combination of two different Greek words that are put together. Hooper, which means more than or beyond, and Nikaio, which means to conquer or to overcome, to prevail, to get the victory. So when you put these two words together, you get the word hoopernikao, which literally means to vanquish beyond recognition, to gain a decisive victory. In other words, the word hoopernikao is a blowout. Like it's a complete beatdown. It is total domination. It is to vanquish beyond recognition. I love that. That's so strong to gain a decisive victory. We don't just win, we vanquish beyond recognition. We just don't gain a victory, we gain a decisive victory. And the Bible says, God says today, that you are Hooper Nakao. You are more than a conqueror. Now this word is not what happens in all the Rocky movies. How many of you, just by show of hands, have seen the Rocky movies? Come on, where's, where's my 80s, late 70s? Come on, I love the Rocky movies. They're some of the best. I'm telling you, I love them so much. They make me so happy. Um, a cu couple weeks ago, I watched Rocky Three. Why? Because I could, uh, because it's awesome. <laughs> I love the Rocky movies. But if you haven't seen the Rocky movies, um, in every single movie, Rocky Balboa, the Italian stallion, played by the world-class thespian Sly Stallone. 
He gets the crap beat out of him every single movie. Every single fight, he takes a ton of punches. Literally, he leads with his head, just whack, 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 just gets hit over and over and over again. Uh, like he gets knocked down in every single fight. But what makes Rocky Rocky is that he doesn't stay down. Like he gets knocked down, but he just keeps getting back up. He keeps fighting, he keeps punching. And eventually, because he's Rocky, he eventually wins. But when he wins, at the end of almost every single, he ends up looking like this. I mean, just, doesn't that look like the, the, the face of a champion right there? Just, oh, that guy won. What'd the other guy look like, you know? It just, did, did we have another one? Did you do two? Did, did you go too early, Eric Eaton? Okay, did you? Yeah, that, that, that's him in the middle. It's like, yes, I'm about to win. I'm about to win. Doesn't he look like, now, his face kind of looks like a catcher's mitt. Um, <laughs> See, Rocky movies, that is Nikao. See, Hooper Nikao would be, every single movie, a first-round knockout where he never even gets punched. See, this word that we're talking about from God's word, Hooper Nikao, is not what happened in this year's Super Bowl. I know, I know. It's sensitive, I know. But let's give credit to where credit is due. They beat us. They were the better team on that day, but make no mistake about it, it was Nakao. It was not Hooper Nakao. See, Hooper Nakao would have been a complete blowout where the Rams' defense would have stopped the Bengals' offense three and out every single time the Bengals had the ball, and then every time the Rams had the ball, their offense would have scored every single time. That would have been Hooper Nakao. But when you look through this, you will see Huber Nikao throughout the entire Bible. You see many examples. Like when God parted the Red Sea in Exodus chapter 14, we actually saw, we, we sang a song, our second song today, it actually mentioned, it referred to that. You can find that in Exodus chapter 14. And you see, like when this happens, God parts the Red Sea, allowing the Israelites, the people of God, to walk safely across on dry ground. It was a miracle when they were being chased at that time by their Egyptian enemies. And the Bible says that once they got safely to the other side, the water ended up crashing down on all the Egyptians that were chasing them, completely defeating their enemy without even having to lift a finger. See, that's just not Nakao. That is Hooper Nakao. Another example is when Gideon and his ragtag group of 300 soldiers faced the massive Midianite army in Judges chapter 7. Even though they were incredibly outnumbered, I mean incredibly outnumbered, they only had 300. And then this other army had a thousands and thousands and thousands of soldiers. God gave them a specific game plan. And this was the game plan. Hey, surround this army and then all 300 of you at the same time, blow horns, break some jars, light some torches, and then yell. That was the game plan that God gave them. And look what happened when they did this. Judges chapter seven, verse 21 and 22, it says, then they, the army of God, they stood and watched 
as the whole vast army began rushing around in panic, shouting and running away. For in the confusion, the Lord caused the enemy troops to begin fighting and killing each other from one end of the camp to the other. And they fled into the night. See, the people of God, they didn't have a scratch on them. They didn't lose one soldier. They didn't even have to fight that, my friends. That's not Nakao. That's Hooper Nakao. But the greatest example of this, of this Hooper Nakao, is what Jesus did on the cross. You see, he just didn't temporarily, barely defeat sin. No, he defeated sin once and for all. Listen to what Hebrews chapter 10 says in verse 10 through 12. It says, for God's will was for us. That's me and you. The Bible is talking about you right here. God's will. What's God's will? It's for us to be made holy by your good works, by you doing everything right. No, by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. Under the old covenant, in the Old Testament, the priest stands and ministers before the altar day after day, offering the same sacrifices again and again, which can never take away sins. But our high priest, Jesus, he offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins, good for all time. Hooper Nakao. Here's what that means. That means your sins, your mistakes, all the ways that you miss the mark, all the ways that you fall short, all the things that if not dealt with will separate you from God, that he not only defeated sin, not only did what he did that, like what Jesus did on the cross, they're not just Nakao, they are Hooper Nakao. But it gets even better. Not only is your sin defeated that way, that because three days later, he rose from the dead and walked out of the tomb, he not only defeated sin, he defeated death. Not just temporarily, but once and for all. And not just for him, for you and I. For, for anybody that, that, that is a follower of Jesus, he defeated death. That means if you are a Christian, you don't ever need to fear death. Because we know that what comes after this is better than this. And when you understand that, when that hits your heart and your soul, that means you can have the same exact attitude that Paul had in Philippians chapter one, verse 21, which blows my mind if we could have this type of attitude where he says to live, oh, that's Christ. And to die, that's even better. It's to gain. Like, what do you do with somebody who has that type of mentality? Nothing. That's what. I'm telling you, if you had that type of attitude throughout the last two years, you were good. It's like, oh, for me to live? Today's an absolute gift. Today, my life is all about Jesus. Today, he put air in my lungs so that I can make a difference. Oh, but if I die today, oh, that gets even better because I get to go to heaven. He says to live, oh, that's to Christ, but to die, that's gain. Either way, when you follow Jesus, you can't lose. And because of what Jesus did on the cross and when he rose from the dead, sin and death has been defeated. Not just Nakao, Hooper Nakao. And now today, in 2022, because of Jesus 
And that's so important for us to get this today. It is because of Jesus that we are Hooper Nakao, that we are more than conquerors. Go back to our verse. It says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. How? Through him. Through his Hooper Nakao, we are Hooper Nakao. Through him who loved us. I love the NLT translation of this because it says, no, despite all these things, overwhelming victory, not just a barely a win, like a blowout, overwhelming victory to vanquish beyond recognition, to gain a decisive victory. It's ours. How? Through Christ who loved us. In other words, because Jesus conquered sin and death, now we are more than conquerors. See, that, that's, that, that, that's good. That's really good. And um, I, I, I don't know if that does anything to you, but that lights me up. But here's a question I wrestled with as I prepared this message is, okay, that's cool, but how? Like how can I be more than a conqueror? Especially when if you gave me true serum and I, I didn't have a chance to sugarcoat it, so oftentimes I feel like I'm losing. And if I feel like I'm losing, how can I be more than a conqueror? Like, how's that even possible? And how does what Jesus did over 2,000 years ago have anything to do with you and I winning today? Let me show you how. And this is in Romans chapter 8, verse 11. And I hope this encourages the fire out of you today. This is a few verses before that chunk that we just read. It says, the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as, in other words, in the same exact way that God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will, not might, he will give life to your mortal bodies by this same exact spirit living within you. In other words, here's the great news today, that if you believe in Jesus, the same power that conquered death lives in you. See, we have to get this today. That if you believe in Jesus, that same exact power that rose Jesus from the dead, that conquered death lives in you. Now, I don't know how much power that it actually took to raise Jesus from the dead. I don't. I don't know that the amount of power that it took. But I do know that this verse says that that same exact power lives on the inside of you and lives on the inside of me. Power to not only save us for eternity, but power to change our lives right now. Power that not only allows us to experience eternal life one day, but power that allows us to experience abundant life right now, like the best life that we could ever possibly live. That power, it doesn't come from us. It doesn't come through a, a program at churches. It comes from the power of God that lives on the inside of us.
It's power to change things in your life right now that you don't think are possible. Like that right now you're thinking of things. Yeah. But like, you don't know my life. You don't know what I'm going through. Like this stuff never changes. I'm telling you the Holy spirit, the power of God has the power that lives on the inside of you has the power to change things that you never thought were possible to change. That means if you're here and you're facing dark, heavy depression, you can experience Hooper Nikaio. And that darkness can lift in Jesus name in an instant or through a process. That means if you're here and you are facing crippling anxiety, you can experience Hooper Nikao. You do not have to live with that the rest of your life. And you can walk in God peace that passes all our understanding. That means if you're here and you are stuck in the same sin, in the same unhealthy cycles over and over and over again, if right now you can't stop looking at porn, if right now you're addicted to alcohol or to drugs, if right now you just can't stop lying or some other thing, listen, whatever it is, you can experience Hooper Nakao and you can walk in freedom like you never have before. That means that if you're constantly weighed down by guilt and by shame and by condemnation from mistakes that you made in the past, you can experience Hooper Nakao and leave those things where they belong where they need to stay in the past. That means that today, if your marriage is struggling, if you're just stuck in a rut, or maybe your marriage is just barely hanging on by a thread, you can experience Hooper Nikao. Your marriage can experience Hooper Nikao, and you can have a better, healthier, stronger marriage than ever before. That means that if you're here and you're walking around and like luggage, you are carrying around hurt and offense and bitterness and unforgiveness from what's been happening to you, you can experience Hooper Nikao and get that much needed comfort and healing in your soul. That means if today you are tired and exhausted, if you're burnt out, if it feels like you are constantly drowning from the things of life, you can experience Hooper Nikao and find rest for your souls. See, that means that if you're here and you're like, I, I, I feel like I have no purpose in my life. Like I just get up and do the same thing over and over again. And I have zero purpose in my life. I'm telling you, you can experience Hooper Nakao and discover the unique God-given purpose that he has for you. And then you can start living your life on mission. Church, look me in the eyes. Do not buy into the lie that whatever you're going through right now, that you're just stuck. That it just is what it is. That this will always be what your life will look like. Absolutely not. Listen, you are not a victim in Christ. You are a victor. You have access to victory and not just victory, overwhelming victory. You are not just Nakao. You are Hooper Nakao. God's word says you are more than a conqueror. Now, please understand. Please understand this. Because typically I always be like, okay, well, here's three things that you can do now. Here's the things that if you start implementing this in your life, then you'll be able to start to experience this where our, where our Mondays are going to be different because of what we talked about on Sundays. And listen, that's absolutely how we want to roll. And I believe this can change your Mondays, but this is more than just our energy and our effort. Like this is more than you and I just trying harder. 
This is so much more than that. This is more than just three simple, easy, practical steps that you can implement today. I'm all about bringing practical. I love that. I love that, that God's word applies to every single day, but sometimes we need more than practical. We need more than that. We need more than just trying harder to be more than conquerors. Like us trying harder, listen, will not make a super Nikao. For us to experience that, we need more than just our own energy and our own effort. We need more than just trying harder. We need more than just three simple, easy steps. We need the power of God. We need the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of us, the same exact power that raised Jesus from the dead. And that power that conquered death, the Holy Spirit, if you are a believer, lives on the inside of you. The same spirit that stirred Jesus up from death, filled air into his lungs, and he stepped up out of the grave. That same exact power lives on the inside of you. Get this today. That same exact power lives in you. And here's what John, 1 John chapter 4, verse 4 says. That spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. And just for the sake of today, let me just say it this way, that the spirit who lives in you is greater than blank. You fill in the blank. You fill in that blank. Like what right now seems too big for you? What right now makes it feel like, man, I can never get over that. What right now is causing that pain in your soul? What right now is keeping you restless and up at night? That whatever that is, the Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit who lives in you, I'm telling you, is greater than whatever you can fill in that blank with. It just is. You are more than a conqueror because that Spirit, that power lives on the inside of you. Now, let me close with this. Um, this week, I asked some people on our leadership team to share their story of how they've personally experienced this power, this same power that raised Jesus from the dead. And I got a bunch of amazing responses and I wish I could share them with you all, but I have six minutes and 20 seconds. But here's a few of them. These are real people that have experienced this presence and this power. And one says, since I was very young, I've struggled with anxiety, trusting others, and being vulnerable with people. Even growing up, some of my closest friends didn't know how much I battled with my thoughts and emotions every single day. It affected so many of my relationships, my marriage, and the influence I had with others because I always had walls up. I wanted to present an image of myself that was strong, someone who had it all together, when internally I was hanging on by a thread. Through some amazing counsel and some people who were willing to call me out of that isolated, insecure place, the Holy Spirit began to heal me of that insecurity. Slowly over time, I began to take the walls down that I thought were protecting me only to see that those walls were actually pinning me in. I began to receive peace that didn't make sense. Real healing in some of those deep emotional wounds. 
and the freedom to truly be who God has called me to be. I don't think that this process is done, but I look back and I'm so thankful I'm not where I was. I never could have fixed myself by myself. I needed and still need the power of the Holy Spirit. Hooper Nakao. Somebody else says a couple years ago, I experienced the most challenging season of my life. My engagement was broken off and I received a pay cut at work just a few weeks later. And that season made me realize how much of my security I was putting in my relationship and my career as opposed to trusting in God. In the middle of this heartbreak and uncertainty, God told me it was his battle to fight and not mine. Even though I didn't know how things were gonna work out, I had the opportunity, I love that, the opportunity to trust God, give up control and experience his power. He gave me peace, strength and hope when I needed it most. Looking back, I now have a stronger relationship with God than I ever thought was possible. And I'm confident that I can walk through anything with the power of the Holy Spirit, Hooper Nakao. And finally, one more, it says, I've experienced severe depression and anxiety, self-harm, emotional abuse, and the heavy repercussions of toxic relationships. I was seriously considering taking my own life because I didn't imagine there being any light at the end of the tunnel. I did not have the ability to fix myself, no matter how hard I tried. When I was at my lowest point, God met me right in the middle of my mess. I'll never forget the day when I cried out to God for help. I was at the end of my rope and I experienced overwhelming victory. Hooper Nakao. I could feel the weight of depression and anxiety break off my life. And I knew the power of the Holy Spirit was at work. See, these are real people with real stories who are in this room right now. And that same exact power that they've experienced that changed them in ways they can never change themselves. Listen, you can experience that power too. You are Hooper Nikaio. You are more than a conqueror. That's who you are. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. And I want to have some intentional response time today. And I know sometimes this is a little bit fast and then we get to brunch, but I want to take a moment and just be still before God. And I want you to, whether you are here in Withrow or maybe you're watching online, create a space for God to speak to you. And ask him, God, what are you saying to me today? Just pray that prayer right where you're at. God, what are you speaking to me today? Maybe ask him, what does my response need to be to this message? And I think he's gonna tell you something. But today I wanna lead you through two very specific responses. First, maybe you're here and right now, like behind the smile that you walked in today, 
behind the scenes right now, you're going through something and like you need to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. You need to experience that Hooper Nakalo. Like there's a specific area of your life where you've been trying harder, but you know, I don't need to just try harder, but you need to experience that same exact power in that area that raised Jesus from the dead. And if that's you and you know, like there's a very specific area of your life where you need the power of God, something has even popped into your mind as I'm talking about that. I wanna pray for you. And if you're here and that's you, will you just slip your hand up in the air and say, that's me, that's me. There's an area of my life where I need to experience the power of God. That's great, leave it up, leave it up. Let me see, let me see, let me see. That's awesome, it's amazing, it's amazing, it's amazing, it's amazing. Hands up everywhere. You put your hands down and let me pray for you. God, right now in Jesus' name, why don't you extend your hands like you're receiving something from God. God, right now we receive your power. Right now we receive your Holy Spirit. God, I pray right now in Jesus' name, whatever that specific story is, whatever that specific situation is, whatever that hurt is, whatever that wound is, whatever that overwhelming feeling is, whatever that situation is, God, we rest and we trust in the fact that where I don't know what those things are, God, you do. You know what's going on in our lives. And God, you want to see us experience overwhelming victory, that you paid the cost of your son, Jesus, so that we can experience healing, so that we can experience freedom, so that we can live a life that you always intended us to live, that it's not just about going to heaven one day, but it's about experiencing heaven right now. And so God, right now, I pray for my brothers and sisters whose hands that just went up and said, I need the power of God in a specific situation. God, I pray that you would show up and that you would show out. God, I ask in Jesus' name for you to give wisdom where wisdom's needed, that you would give peace where peace is needed. God, that there's any storm that's going on, God, that you would calm the storm in their soul. And God, we right now, we receive everything that you have for me. Everything, everything that you have for us, we receive right now in Jesus' name. We receive your power. Yeah, we, we repent. We say that we're sorry. We change our minds. We change our directions for the times that we've tried to change ourselves where we're like, we got this, God. And God, we just right now, we just say that we need you, that we're desperate for you that we're dependent on you, that we need your presence and your power to do what we cannot do on our own. And so God, in humility, we come and we say, God, would you touch our life right now? Would you help us tangibly experience the same power that raised Jesus from the dead? In Jesus' name and with every eye still closed and every head still bowed, maybe you're here and you're far from God. Maybe you're here and you've never given him your life. Maybe you have before. You've made a decision to follow Jesus before. But for whatever reason, you've went off and you've done your own thing and you're, you find yourself just far from God. And today you just need a fresh start. Let me be real with you. If that's you, listen to me. You cannot fix yourself. I love you enough to tell you the truth. You cannot fix yourself. No amount of energy and effort on your part can fix that. 
but you can experience the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. The same power that conquered sin and death. How? By believing in Jesus. That's it. All you have to do is believe. To put your faith, to put your trust into Jesus. That's it. It's it's not go to church for a year. It's not complete seven small groups. It's not go through growth track. No, no, no. You don't have to read your whole Bible. All you have to do is believe and everything can change. And we wanna give you that opportunity today. We're not gonna point you out, make you come forward or embarrass you in any way. I just wanna lead you in a simple prayer. And and if you wanna be included in that prayer, today, you know, that's your step. I need to get right with God. I need to give him my life. I need to make the decision to follow Jesus. I need to believe in him for the first time or it's all over again. If you're here and that's you on the count of three, I want you to boldly put your hand up in the air and say, that is my step. Include me in that prayer. If you're here and that's you and you know that this is your, this is your day, put your hand up in the air on the count of three. One, two, three. If that's you, just raise it up and say, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. I got you. That's awesome. I got you. I got you. That's amazing. Anybody else? Anybody else? First time or it's all over again. If you're watching online, maybe that's you. Thank you, God. Just pray something like this in your heart. Just say, Jesus, I need you. I need you. I can't do this by myself. And I'm sorry, I repent that I've lived my life without you. Will you come live inside me? Will you change me? I open up my life right now to the power of God. And will you make me brand new? I surrender my whole life to you, not just certain areas, but everything. I give you my life. And today I receive your grace. I receive your love. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your power right now. And today I choose to follow you, not just for today or not just this month, but for the rest of my life, I follow you. Thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the empty tomb. Thank you for conquering sin and death so that we can step into being more than a conqueror. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Come on, church, can you clap your hands? Come on, for those that just made the most important decision of your life, we are so proud of you. It's awesome. If there's anything in your life that we can pray for, please visit queencitypeople.com slash prayer. For the latest updates on our church, follow us on social media at Queen City People or visit queencitypeople.com.